Welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, mostly his fans, and today it's mostly about books. Hey, Neil, how you doing? I'm very well indeed, Jesse. How are you? I am great. Uh, uh, Neil has joined me before and has shared his Springsteen story, so I guess this is kind of a sequel, but in case someone has not listened to the earlier episode... Shame on them. Tell us, tell us a little about yourself. Oh, right. OK. Um, I'm a former musician. Um, I was in a, a band signed to Parlophone Records in the 80s, who were hugely unsuccessful, but I did do it for 10 years. Um, I became a, a radio DJ on a small radio station in South of Manchester in England, which I really enjoyed doing. Um, I interviewed, um, I used to do a late night show, and I had the pleasure of interviewing so many great artists from oh Tori Amos and Lenny Kravitz and the Cranberries and uh, oh blimey Green on Red uh, Blur just so many great artists that was um, a pleasure to have on the show so I used to really enjoy doing that um, and then I became involved in in music PR and uh, formed my own company with my partner Liz uh, and we've now run the company we're in our twentieth year and again we've worked with some amazing people from in excess to Def Leppard, to the Charlatans, to Natalie Umbrulia, to Leanne Rhymes. Um, oh, all sorts of people. Queen as well. I always forget about Queen. Uh, Lloyd Cole. So, yeah. Um, but in the meantime, running This Day in Music, my website, thisdayinmusic.com, I got involved in um, book publishing, basically at first through publishing my own book, This Day in Music, with Omnibus Press. Um and from that, I started just getting more involved in music book publishing to the point where now we launched our own um, publishing arm, This Day Music Books, at the start of uh, 2018. And I'm very pleased to say that Bruce Springsteen, the day I was there, is our first proper uh, publication, uh, which comes out on the 4th of July. So I'm delighted with the book. And thank you very much, Jesse, as well to, to your listeners, because you mentioned before I, I came on your show a while ago. And we put a call out to Bruce fans to let us know about their memories of seeing 
the great man in concert. And we had loads of people emailing in and, uh, and messaging. Um, so I'm sure there's quite a few of your regular listeners are in the book with their memories. That is awesome. Um, I have been lucky enough. You uh, sent me a uh, review copy, so I'm in the middle of reading it. I will admit that I did Control-F and found Jesse to read (laughs) my – Look for yourself. Yes, I did. Um, I thought you edited my story and made me sound smarter than I was. (laughs) Well, that's not me. That's the editor. Our editor does that. That's not me. But it was – it is um, in a lot of ways – and I don't want to sound egotistical, but this is a print version of what my podcast is. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen fans talking about their experiences. And yes. it is so many great stories. So we're going to get into a little more details, but um, let's let's do the commercial right away and we'll come back a second time and do another one. But if they want to buy the book how's the best way for them to do it neil well it's available from amazon of course in fact i'm delighted to say that um on amazon.com it actually went to number one on the pre-order charts last week in the music books which i was i just happened to see it um i was delighted with that so obviously amazon um but we're really keen for people to go to their local bookstores as well and we have worldwide distribution um so you know, you can order it if it's not in your local bookstore. And if you don't buy in print, which is fair enough, it is available as an ebook from iTunes. It's available as a Kindle on Amazon and it's also available on Google Play. So we have all the digital formats as well. That is awesome. Um, I ordered a, a hard copy, though I'll end up buying a Kindle one as well. Um, but I have a shelf of Springsteen themed books. So I wanted to join that. Um, for those of you who didn't hear the first time, talk about what made you think about doing this kind of collection. Well, um, we when I when I got involved with another publishing company, um, there was a chap called Richard Houghton, who's a, an author from Manchester in England, and he came up with the idea of doing um, an I Was There book which he did on the Beatles. This was about four years ago. Um, And that was all fans' memories of seeing the Beatles play live. So there was an awful lot of American fans in there as well as British fans uh, and Australian fans. And as soon as I saw that book, I just thought, what a brilliant idea this is. Uh, Because I just feel as though it's such a great idea for fans to talk about their memories. Because let's face it, whether it be the Beatles or Bruce Springsteen or Bob Dylan or most of the major acts there's countless books being written about them uh some better than others um so i would never want to just write a book on bruce springsteen because it's been done so many times and far better than i could ever do so we feel as though this i was there series well we've now rebranded them they're called the day i was there i just think it's really nice that the fans can talk about their experiences you know from all the details of what songs were played how they got to the gig, how they bought the tickets, how they were introduced to Bruce Springsteen in the first place. I find that really interesting. Um, and then when you combine that with a picture of the fan from maybe whether it's, you know, 1974 or 1994 or 2014, 
to put with a story because i did notice that we have a very nice picture of yourself in the book jesse yes you were <laughs> yes you were yeah it was funny poor neil uh neil had to baby me along he's like I, I, after he was on i immediately um and i guess one of the things i think a lot of us struggled with is okay you know i've not seen bruce that many compared to some but i have seen him you know a fair amount of times over 10 so I'm like, okay, which one do I talk about? And and I, I really – because one of the genius things you did is I don't want to hear about a generic Bruce Springsteen experience. Mm. I want to hear a specific show. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. You know, um, when I interview people for my day job, um, I do a technical support center. And I will say, tell me about a time when you had an upset customer, how you calmed them down. And almost immediately they go, well, the first thing you need to do, and I stop them. I go, no, no, no. I'm not asking for a general. I'm Take a few minutes, think of a specific customer, and tell me that story. Mm. Um, and it makes the interview more personal, and it gets a better chance. So that's this. So I, I, I came up with my story, sent it, and then you said, hey, do you happen to have a photo? Oh, <laughs> oh damn, yes. And so I sent back the photo. Uh, very, very nice. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, sorry to interrupt no. you. I think, I think the photos work really well. Um, and obviously fans, we've got some brilliant pictures in the book um, that fans have taken themselves of the band um, or when they've met. Bruce or the band backstage and stuff or on his book tour. And I really like those because, again, it just makes it very personal um, and just adds to the the feel and uh, the atmosphere of the book, I think. Um, but sorry, just to go back to what I was saying before. So we did the Beatles. I was there and we, we've now sort of we're rolling out a series. We've also done The Who and Pink Floyd. And I did David Bowie last year and also Bob Dylan. Uh, but I just... At the back of my mind, I always thought I've got to do Bruce Springsteen. And I think this this will be the biggest one, I think, because uh, Bruce has just such as I discovered compiling this book, because, um, you know, it's the fans that make it. It's not me. I just sort of I do a bit of a commentary through it of, you know, maybe what the latest album was um, or what Bruce was was up to. Um, but it's the fans that make it. And something that really became a apparent early on was that how passionate bruce springsteen fans are and as you said before jesse some fans have seen bruce like 150 plus times which is amazing and i can't think of many other acts that people do that with maybe bob dylan but i don't i'm not even sure if people have seen bob dylan 150 times have they i i don't think so i know um i have a good friend sam who has seen I mean, he tries to see Bob every time he can. Um, and I know the Grateful Dead uh, had a big fan base, um, still do for that matter, that people go. But I, it is different. And it is, um, there is something passionate about Bruce fans. Definitely. Um, it is, it's not a casual Oh, yeah, I like Bruce. I mean, it's I love Bruce. Yes. Um, and there is, um, you know, I have a couple of people who um, will 
like we have one fan who says, um, you know, he she puts out once a week a Bruce Springsteen album and says, what's your favorite song off this? And I go back to my Twitter and there's like 30 repeats because everyone knows, um, you know, just they're so passionate about it. Yeah. And, and there is this whole of like, you know, getting into the pit and trying to see him and what we're going to do. And, and you don't, you don't go to want like, okay, you too. If they're touring, I go see them and I'm happy. Bruce, many of us fans, you want to see as many shows on the tour as you can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's very interesting. It's one thing I've, I've realized compiling the book. There's so many fans in the book. Um, cause I try to get practically everyone that contacted me. I try to get their story in. Um, and, but we had to have a cutoff point where we went, Oh, no more. Sorry. But so many fans talk about friendships they've developed from meeting complete strangers at, at Bruce concerts, which is amazing. You know, when people that uh, there's a really nice story in it, and I'm sorry, I've forgotten the guy's name, but he met a guy from Sweden. I think it was definitely Scandinavia at a gig in England. And they've just become the closest of friends. They've stayed at each other's houses. You know, uh, they've got this one big extended family now. And there's quite a few stories like that. And, and again, one thing I'm really pleased with is that we managed to get people from all around the world. So there's obviously lots of fans from the States and the UK, but there's people from the Czech Republic and France and Germany and Sweden and Greece and Belgium and Brazil. So it's, you know, it's from all around the world, which gives it a really good fan perspective, I think. It does. And I was I I've noticed that as I'm reading the book. And I love the diversity. One of the things I love doing this podcast, and I try to explain to people, um, you know, everyone has, every Bruce fan has a story. And yeah. every once in a while I'll get someone, oh, I'm boring. I don't know anything. And I've had people that have seen him twice. I've had him the 200. I've had people that, you know, live in the U.S. I've had people across the world and every one of them is passionate and has a different story about what his music has meant to them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so roughly how many uh, fans do you did you get to contribute? I think it says on the book there's over 250. And to be quite honest, Jesse, I've actually never counted them, and I should have done, really. But I think there must be just under 300 fans in this book, I would have thought. Mm -hmm. um, I would think so, because I don't know whether you've got this in your review copy. I don't think you have. At the back of the print book and in the e-version, there's actually three pages of – four pages, sorry, I'm just looking now – of fans pictures like all you know in a collage because we had so many photos we just couldn't fit them all in so we've put them all at the back of the book and i'm really hoping that when people see that they'll go wow that's me and um, there's there's plenty of people on stage with bruce loads of those pictures where he's you know the, the fans being lucky enough to um either play or dance with bruce so um i'm really pleased with that back section of the book that ooh, that is nice i will have to i will look forward to checking that out do um, any special stories you want to kind of highlight, not to do too many spoilers, but was there anything that surprised you, I guess, is that a 
good uh, question? Well, it is a good question. I, I'd find it very hard to pick out any one story because they're, they're all so different. I mean, there's, there's people in the book who have been critically ill and, you know, feel as though Bruce has, has, has seen them through their hospital treatments and operations, etc. And then they've, they've ended up managing to get to a show. There's a few stories like that. Um, but there's also some what I find interesting stories that there's a guy I know his name is Pete Carroll who uh, was from the UK and happened to be on holiday in the States. And I think I can't find it in the book now. I'm just looking. It was fairly early 70s. And um, this guy was going to see someone else at this a very small venue somewhere. And he arrived there and there was a sign up saying, sorry, so and so cancelled tonight. Uh, the Bruce Springsteen band. And he'd never heard of Bruce Springsteen, but he thought, well, we're here now. Let's go in. And there was barely anyone in the club at all. There was a load of guys eating. Um, and then when it was time for the act to play, the guys who were eating all got up on stage and it was Bruce and his band. And this guy, Pete Carroll, just says he was um, just so blown away by the performance. Even though there was probably like 40 people there, they played, you know, a hell of a show. And he's been a massive fan ever since. And in fact, he got to meet him in Australia about 10 years ago, because this guy now works for Sony Records. But I really like stories like that, you know, where you just happen to, obviously, you just stumbled across Bruce Springsteen. That is fascinating. Um, and the other thing that I've really impressed is, um, you know, some of them are long stories. Some of them are short. Some of them are very emotional. Some of them are very funny. Um, you know, I, I think you did a great job of collecting them and weaving them together. Oh, thank you. Uh, did did you always know you wanted to do it kind of in a uh, chronological pattern? Yes, that th that is the style of the, the book that we do. We always do them in chronological order. Um, and you're right, Jesse. I mean, sometimes someone can say enough in one paragraph uh, which just, you know, paints the picture. Um, or it might be three or four pages long, somebody's account. Because um, in some of the accounts, it's people talking about seeing Bruce at various different venues, uh, different shows. So, yeah, they're all different. But I think just the nature of the book, it's it's one of those books where you don't have to sit and read it from front to back. You can just pick it up and read four or five pages, and it sort of satisfies your your need um an intrigue you know and you can just it's one of those books you can just pick up and put down again basically that's what i'm trying to say yeah no i totally agree with that and that's one of the really neat things about this is uh kind of share and if you're in the mo if you're in the mood well i want to hear about uh the wrecking ball tour i want to hear about the darkness tour um you know you can you can go and look for that um, yeah and I, I just kind of love it. Um, so once again, it's available on Amazon. You can go to your local bookstore. Um, I, anything else you want to share? I, I know you've got family there, um, so I don't want to keep you too long. No, that's fine, Jesse. Well, no, I just really like to say thank you very much to all the all your you know uh, podcast listeners who helped me compile the book. Uh, I really appreciate that. 
Um, because obviously, you know, I can't do this book without the fans' input. So I'm just I just hope that people enjoy it when they when they get it. Um, whether they're in it or not, um, I'm just hoping that Bruce fans will really enjoy this book. Yeah, and I, I do think this it reads as if um one of the things that I love about it is it it feels like you're at a Bruce show queuing and you're sharing you know, you're listening there and you're you're sharing stories. So, you know, the guy on your right is sharing a story about, oh, you know, when I was at the original River Tour, you know, this is what happened to a younger, um, you know, gal might say, well, you know, my first tour was the Working on a Dream Tour. And, and they share that experience. Yeah. And everyone is um, joy. And it is just such a great picture of fandom. I'd like to think so. Yes, I would like to think so. It's funny when I was, uh, I do this with with whatever book I'm working on because uh, my wife laughs at me. Um, so working on this Bruce book, I listened to nothing but Bruce for about four weeks as I was sense. putting it all together and editing at the final stages. And I just totally get in the zone then. And of course, you're hearing the songs that people are talking about. And it also made me dig out some old Bruce albums I've not listened to for a while. So I think, wow, I've not heard that track for so long. Um, and it made me dig the album out and, and listen to it. And in fact, some tracks I don't have. So I would uh, delve on, you know, dive onto Spotify or YouTube and have a listen. Um, any new favorites you made? Um, um, oh, that's very difficult. No, I don't think so. I just really enjoyed Breathe, listening yeah. to Bruce when I was doing the book. Um, yeah, yeah. So, is did one of your stories make the book? No, it didn't. I, I don't like to put myself in my own book, okay. basically. <laughs> no, I can understand that. I just, uh, that's, um, do you want to share to your listeners now? Do you have a story you want to share? About seeing him? Well, I can't. I, I can't because I don't know when I mentioned this the last time I was on. I've never seen Bruce Springsteen. That's um, right. The I did actually have tickets. Yes, you remember. I, I told you the story. Yeah. Uh, I did have tickets to see him in Manchester, England, in I think uh, 1991 or the early 90s anyway. Um, and... Uh, I gave them to a good friend of mine who's actually in the book, not about that gig, but another gig, a guy called Tony Michaelides. So, no, I've never seen the great man. Well, OK, so now then we know Bruce has to get off Broadway and tour. So you will get a chance to share them. Yeah. And then uh, after you do, you can come on here and uh, share um, bookstores, uh, Amazon, uh, go out there, pre-order it. Um it's going to be out on July 4th. Yeah, uh, it is. So I, a perfect for that holiday, you know, 4th of July here in America um, is on Wednesday. So go ahead. You can have it in time for that weekend afterwards and kind of a perfect uh, summer reading. Uh, Neil, if anyone wants to reach you, uh, how can they? Uh, they can um, reach me by uh, editor at thisdayinmusic.com. So editor at thisdayinmusic.com is my email address. 
and go to the website, um, This Day in Music. It is a, such a fun website. It will tell you what song was number one, the day you were born. Um, it has a wonderful what's going on, not just in Bruce Springsteen, but in rock and roll and music uh, totally every day. It is fascinating to read. Um, after Arrest, what's your next book? My next book is um, I'm actually compiling a book um, who died on this that this day in music. So it's it's going to be from, you know, the late 50s of the rock and roll stars who died. So from, you know, Buddy Holly and before that, right through until the end of 2018. That, well, sort of towards the very end of 2018, because the book's going to come out in November this year. So it's going to be quite a, a, a large book. Um, you know, 365 pages because it will cover every day of the year. So we'll obviously have people in, as I mentioned, from Buddy Holly to Elvis to Johnny Cash to Jimi Hendrix to Kurt Cobain to George Michael, you know, Prince right through. And it, it's going to detail. It's just going to talk about, well, basically a, a brief description on the artist's best works and how they died, which is very sad, really. But um there's not another book out there like that, really. So I've been working on it for a couple of years. I think that, while sad, is a nice way to remember. Um, you know, we just had the anniversary of losing the big man, Clarence Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people were, you know, remembering him. It isn't a celebration. It's a celebration of his life. So yes. I think this is very nice. Uh, as we get closer to publication, you should join me again, and we'll talk about that. I would love to, Jesse. Thank you very much, and thank All you right. for having, having me on the podcast again. Well, you are the best. Guys, check out the book. If you want to be on the podcast and talk about your Springsteen journey, um, if you have a book to promote, let me know. Uh, I can be reached at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show can be found on Twitter at setlustingbruce and my personal Twitter is at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, thank you, Neil. Uh, thank you, listeners, and we'll talk to you soon. Subway station. I push my way through the heart of the crowd. I shove my way through the heart of the crowd. Pass the sign saying this is not out of where someone's standing straight and shouting out loud. Up to the jailhouse door. Transmitting from the gallows floor. If you're sick, if you're tired, if you're
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.